What's going on guys, it's DJ Scanless here and welcome to my very own hip-hop sports movie talk podcast, Scanless Talk. Now for this podcast, it's actually very funny news and I got it from a friend and I don't really know how to feel about this, but this guy named Jerry Foxhoven, he is a public official from Iowa. He actually got fired from his job for liking Tupac too much. Alright, let's break down this article on the New York Times. It says, a 66-year-old who enjoyed hosting Tupac Fridays at work handed in his resignation after emailing the rapper's lyrics to over 4,000 employees. Most people accept everyone has their own music taste, but Jerry Foxhoven, the former director of Iowa's Department of Human Resources, was clearly adamant on trying to get everyone to love Tupac like he did. I mean, most people enjoy talking about their favorite artists, but there's a quite a big jump between recommending an occasional song to someone with similar tastes and bombarding 4,300 people with Tupac lyrics, though I suppose you can't blame him for trying. Fox 7 resigned abruptly last month after sending the passionate email, which reminded everyone Tupac's birthday was coming up, though his email was far from the first Tupac-related message that Fox Hoven sent his entire mailing list. Emails obtained by the Associated Press showed that a 66-year-old routinely sent out messages to employees about Tupac's music and lyrics. Although some praised Foxhoven for using the rapper to bring inspiration into the workplace, there was at least one person who complained. Now you gotta be really hard up, or you gotta have a really big stick up your butt if you're gonna complain about a little email that is about Tupac and his lyrics, or even incorporates a picture of him. You know, at my place work, I get emails all the time from people within my location or across the state. And sometimes they give me random facts about people, and also they give us random facts about what happened on this day in history. So I don't know why people complain about getting an email with Tupac lyrics or Tupac's picture in it. If you really didn't like it, all you had to do was just email him back and say that you didn't want it, instead of going to your boss and trying to get a guy fired. Or you could just gloss over it, click out, and go to a different email. It's not that hard. For me to go to my boss and complain about something so petty, it's just ridiculous. And I don't really think this is a race thing, but I think it's more of an out-of-touch thing. I think most of it has to do with Tupac's bad public image, which also is a big misconception. Like, the media and everybody sees Tupac as a crook and a criminal, a sex abuser or rapist or something like that. They view him like he's a criminal because he shot two off-duty police officers, but they don't really know the full story of all these types of events in his life. They don't really understand that with the sex abuse charge, the rape charge, he most likely did not rape anybody and it was more of a plan set up by someone else for him to take the fall. They don't understand that the two off-duty police officers that he shot back in 94 were committing a hate crime, they were outside their jurisdiction, they were beating down a fellow African American man, they also had two stolen guns from their police department, and they were also drunk. And there's other instances like that. I think the media gave him a bad rap, a bad image, especially with the East Coast, West Coast war. After Tupac got shot, he blamed Notorious B.I.G. and everybody. And that's because Biggie was up in the quad studio recording a song while Tupac was getting robbed and shot in the lobby. So when Tupac got out of jail, he felt like bad boy and Notorious B.I.G. Biggie was behind it because they were in the same building and they could not even tell Tupac why he got shot. But that became a big misconception because everybody started labeling Tupac the bad guy and that he was starting East Coast, West Coast war when really it was just him against another rapper. And then everyone else from Bad Boy wanted to jump in and diss Tupac. So Tupac had to go and make these other records and diss them back. Which again is a big misconception. It painted Tupac in a bad light, even though it stemmed from the shooting that occurred in 1994. And people in their 40s and 50s, they probably don't understand these type of scenarios that he went through. And they don't really understand the impact that his music still has across the globe 23 years after his passing. And I feel like if it was an artist like 
Prince, Michael Jackson, Phil Collins, or Madonna or Cher or somebody, I think that they would not have made such a big ordeal about this or even complained about this. But I think since Tupac is such a iconic figure that's often mislabeled and misdiagnosed in the media, that's why they took the initiative here to complain about it. But it got irritated because Tupac has a bad rap that I don't think he justly deserves. And mostly it's because it's music that they can't relate to and they do not understand. And the reason they can't really understand it because they never took the time to understand his lyrics and time to understand the messages within his songs. They never really gave the time to relate to it. And I think it's amazing that Jerry actually took the time to listen to Tupac's lyrics and can be inspired by him. Even though he's 66 years old, a lot older than what Tupac was when he died. At least a 20 year age difference. There are so many songs that are inspirational by Tupac. Unconditional Love, Baby Don't Cry. Doug's Mansion is inspirational in a way. And then there are type of songs that are diss songs, Hit Em Up, Against All Odds, Watch Your Mouth. And then there are songs that talk about shooting police officers, Troublesome 96, Crooked Nigga 2, Crooked Ass Nigga, Soldier's Story, Soldier's Revenge. And then there's songs like Me Against the World that's about Tupac running through abandoned buildings, ducking from police, and also shooting police. And then he also has key lines in that song where you don't have to be living that lifestyle to understand or even relate to. So I think someone like Jerry seen the lines in these songs, or maybe he just liked the beat too. But I think he found some of these lines in some of these songs like Me Against the World that he could actually relate to on his own level. You know, I'm not black, I'm Hispanic. But I feel like I can relate to a lot of the songs that Tupac writes about, even though his songs were more geared to African-American communities and stuff like that. And I could take some of his lyrics and some of his songs and use it in my own life to motivate me throughout my life as well. The song like Baby Don't Cry, Unconditional Love had a big impact on my life because it helped me get through the passing of my sister. It gave me hope to keep pressing on, hearing lyrics such as Don't Give Up or You Gotta Keep Your Head Up or hearing lyrics that where Tupac says Nothing But My Dreams Matter. And those songs gave me hope that a better day would come. But the funny thing is, that song was not even geared towards me. That was geared towards a different set of people. But on some level, I could actually gain an understanding from it. And like I said, Me Against World has this great line in it that says, Even a genius asks questions. And I think that's such a great monumental and instrumental line. Because it shows that no matter where you come from, what type of circumstances you have, you could be a genius in your own right. But you could still have questions about the universe. Now things work as well. You could have someone like Thomas Edison, Einstein, the smartest person in the world, and they can make you feel very insignificant. But you may be smarter at one thing or a certain thing that they don't even understand. You could have someone like Einstein, someone like Tesla, somebody that could build rockets, and you don't have the first understanding of how to do that. But then you might be great at basketball, sports trivia, you might be great at TV show and movie facts. Or you might be great at superhero facts, or creating music, rapping, or playing an instrument. So there's a whole bunch of things that you may be a genius in your own right, that some people like Thomas Edison and Einstein probably couldn't even keep up to you in regard to that. And like I said, they're geniuses in their own right, but you're great in your own areas as well. It's often overlooked because we see geniuses be great at everything, but that's not really the case. So I love that line because somebody like Einstein still had a question, still wonder what if. And this was all within a Tupac song, a random Tupac song about shooting police officers and running through abandoned buildings. And within that same song at the very end, he says, through every dark night, there's a bright day after that. And even though that quote does not 
relate to the entire song. It's still an inspirational quote that you can take from that song and you can relate to on any level, I think. All right, let's keep on going with this topic here. The article also says in the emails, Fox Hoven marked the anniversary of Tupac's death, shared one of his lyrics about Valentine's Day, and used Robert's image to try to improve the agency culture. Every week, the former director would host Tupac Fridays and play his music in the office. He traded lyrics with employees and even marked his 65th birthday with Tupac-themed cookies, some which were decorated with the words, Thug Life. Now that's a little over the top, but I would love to see a picture of that. <laughs> However, it's suspected that he took things a little too far last month when he told 4,300 employees to mark Tupac's birthday by listening to one of his songs. I don't see how this is too far because if employees want to listen to Tupac, go for it. If not, oh well. The following workday, State Governor Kim Reynolds told Fox Hoven to resign, though a spokesperson from the governor will neither confirm or deny whether the email played a part in the request for his resignation. You know, I don't really get this. If someone said, go listen to Bob Dylan, go listen to the Beatles, go listen to Elton John, you know, nobody's going to have a problem with that. But since it's Tupac and he has thug-like songs, I guess people have a problem with that. Foxhoven also sent an email to co-workers to let them know that Father's Day was also Tupac's birthday. He also added an inspirational quote he attributed to the rapper. Pay no mind to those who talk behind your back. It simply means that they are two steps ahead of you. Which is ironic because they talked behind his back and got his ass fired. Some employees wrote back to tell him how much they loved the emails, but at least one employee notified lawmakers last year. I love your Tupac messages, one employee wrote on June 14th, and the fact that you still send them despite the haters makes me appreciate them even more. Terry also said that he was brought in to really right the ship and raise morale within the agency, including the fallout after two teenagers died within foster care. And I think that he uses Tupac's messages in his songs to really raise the morale within his company. Alright guys, that's it for today's podcast. I just found this really funny and amusing that people will go out of their way and really try to get somebody fired for their own personal taste in music. I feel like Tupac does have that bad image, but he also has such great inspirational quotes and lyrics in his songs that can be very instrumental in helping people push on and inspire them to really get to their dreams and gain that understanding in certain ways. Tupac was all about storytelling and trying to reach you. And there's so many songs that can do that. So I feel like if somebody put his lyrics in an email to me, I would love it. Even if it was someone like Madonna or Cher or Prince or Phil Collins, like I said before, or even Mars Day in the Time, SOS Band, Nate Dogg, Warren G, Snoop Dogg, I don't care. If somebody took the time to put that in an email, I would love that because maybe I might learn something from it. Anyways, guys, if you like more podcast stuff like this, you can go on anchor.fm at Scanless Talk, or you can go to Spotify, type in Scanless Talk, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public. You can go on YouTube, youtube.com slash Scanless Talk, where I have video versions of all my uploads. Thanks for listening. Until the next time, peace out.